Hi, and welcome to the Louise Fitzgerald podcast. This week's episode, I'm going to answer the question, how do I stop comparing myself to others? I think it's such a common thing and it comes up for people that you get extremely overwhelmed whenever you stop and think about your life path and where it's at. So maybe you're feeling inadequate and jealous, sad, stressed, and anxious about where things are in your life. And you've got expectations and whether that's around your career or maybe having a baby, your like partnership, so whether you're single or where it's at, so you want to be married and you're not, um, it could be finances or something else, but there's something that is making you feel overwhelmed. And what I think is really helpful is understanding why you're comparing yourself why it's making you feel overwhelmed and of course how to stop comparing yourself um, and embrace your own life path. So I'm going to chat about six different factors that play into this. I'm sure there's more. I'm going to cover six (laughs) and I'm going to talk about what that is, what that factor is, and then what can help. Because as you know, I like to always give you practical steps and I'm just moving my microphone away a little bit there. So the first thing I wanted to chat about was age. And it's really, really obvious um, potentially for some of you because it might be that around your birthday, it kicks up anxiety or maybe it's when you go and see a health practitioner and you talk about your age These kinds of things can make us feel more anxious and make us definitely look at, okay, now I'm this old and what's going on? And I think that's because at some point in our lives, we picked up some ideas about where we would be at a certain point in time. So by this age, I'd be married. By this age, I'd have kids. By this age, I'll be so far along in my career. And so we can be triggered because of this mindset that we have. So what can help around this is just acknowledging these triggers, acknowledging that maybe it is your birthday or acknowledge that when you go and see a doctor, particularly if you're female and of a certain age, I've personally found that doctors will bring up your age, um, particularly because they're thinking about fertility and, you know, those kinds of things. And it can be well-meaning, but if you know that these things trigger you, um, know that when someone comments about your age or family planning or something like that, just steer the conversation away if it's unhelpful, um, if it's unhelpful And the other thing that I think is really, really great is that when it comes to your birthday, if that's a trigger for you, instead of turning toward anxiety, what could be really helpful is spending that week in the lead up, writing out your accomplishments for the year that's passed and for all of your life, if that's helpful, because that way you're focusing on your personal growth, what you have achieved and how you've grown instead of fixating on where you 
think you should be. The second thing I want to chat about is community comparisons. So this is when you're seeing friends and family seemingly, and I want to underline that, further along in life than you. And that can be really discouraging. So you might start to feel stuck when you're noticing that your friends are married and maybe you're just like dating a string of crappy people. So it feels like this massive gap between where they are and where you are. Maybe you keep applying for those managerial roles at work and you're not getting them, but you notice a friend of yours is like moving up the ranks or even a colleague of yours is moving up the ranks and you can't quite figure out why is this not happening for me? And another one might be that you are thinking about how the hell am I ever going to be able to purchase a house? Because I'm on a single wage and I just don't know how this is ever going to happen. So what can help with these community comparisons is remembering that your life is unique to you. Your soul is here to experience something that is completely different to everybody else. You've got your own story and your own growth lessons. Your soul does too. So you're not supposed to be anywhere but where you are. And so when you're looking at other people's lives, remember they have got their own ups and downs too. They've got their own timelines. They've got their own growth that their soul wants to go through. And that is unique to them too. So there's a plan for your life that might not be obvious. And there's a plan for their life that might not be obvious as well. So just remember that when you're looking at someone else, um, this is this is not really helpful in any way to say, well, they're here and I should be here because you've got no idea where your path is going. And so, again, what's helpful here is potentially a temporary um, social media cleanse, I think is a great idea from those profiles that are potentially triggering you anxiety. So notice if, say, someone's going through a pregnancy or wedding journey, just to give a couple of examples there. Is this uplifting to you or is it making you feel more anxious and comparing more? And I give you permission that even if these people are really good friends to you, I give you permission to mute them because if it's not helpful to your mental health, you can be really supportive in other ways, but you don't need to sort of see that if it's not um, helping with your anxiety. The third thing I want to chat about is societal versus personal desires. So this one's a really interesting one and one of my favorite ones because um, I think it's really important to distinguish between societal expectations and your true desires. So pressure to marry, have kids, reach a specific career milestone. It can be really overwhelming, but they might not actually align with something that you want. So you might be feeling all this pressure And it might not be something that's actually even of interest to you. So what can help here is when these things arise and the things that are making you feel stressed and feeling really uh, pressured, go to your journal and ask yourself. So put it up there as a heading. Um, I don't know, becoming a manager at work. Write that down at the top of your journal and ask yourself, do I even want this? Or is this something that I've noticed my friends have and I think that that makes them happy? Or is this something that I've been raised to think that I want? 
And I want to give you some examples to inspire you because I know some people that have studied and built up a career really rigorously, um, pursued something and, and worked really, really hard and they've walked away from it. They make less money now, but they couldn't be happier. They've done some traveling, they've learned different languages, and now they're about to pursue something like a completely different career that lights them up. And I can see the change in them completely, like completely different people. And I know that even in myself, I had a period of time where I had an internal narrative going on about, I need to meet someone at this certain age. So again, we're going back to this age thing again, um, so that I could be with them for a certain amount of years before we have kids so that, you know, this is, this is how it had all laid out in my mind. This was actually based on societal expectations, unconsciously, of course. But when I sat and reflected on this desire and I thought to myself, where is this coming up? I realized and reflected and asked myself the question, do I even want kids? So what's this roadmap that I've created to get to this end point that actually I'm not even sure that I want? So this is why it is so key to actually ask yourself, do you want this thing? Um, Because the pressure might completely melt away. Number four, I want to chat about generational expectations. And this one I see a lot working with clients because you might feel pressure from older generations to follow their timelines. And they might not suit your life circumstances or choices at all. And you might not even realize that the pressure that you feel is coming from them. You might, it might be obvious, but what can help with this one is understanding that these past generations had completely different norms to what we have. They probably don't make sense to you today. They certainly don't make sense to me. They definitely had kids earlier and their situations were completely different. Their financial situations, for example, made buying houses easier. So if you're feeling pressure from certain generations, often it's not worth the battle, to be honest. Uh, But just mentally note this down, this expectation that's theirs. It's not yours and it's probably not realistic. Number five, I want to chat about control and effort. This one's another really interesting one. Because it's so frustrating to want something and not see it in the physical world. But the key thing here is to come back to what is within your control. And I want you to also remember that your life journey is completely different to other people's. But control and effort is acknowledging your desires and the effort that you're putting in. And sometimes genuinely assessing if you're putting in the work for that goal. So making sure that you're actively pursuing something that you want, because sometimes it's a little bit sneaky, but we can feel this pressure, but then we, you know, feel this pressure, feel this overwhelm for this thing that's missing in our life, but we might not actually be pursuing it. So I want to chat about, there's um, one example here. So I experienced frustration at the thought of never being able to afford a house. And I realized that that frustration was linked to a timeline. And so I had to look at what was within my control and what was within my control was releasing that expectation of that time frame, continuing to budget, continuing to work hard to save, and also giving myself a break and acknowledging that I'm actually doing my best. So this is so important. So that was me looking at a frustration that I had 
and realizing what's within my control and what's outside of my control and making sure that I'm taking action, not just giving up because it's become so overwhelming and frustrating that I'm not even going to bother to try toward this anymore. And so then the the second category is where there's the frustration, but there maybe isn't the equal effort. Um, so that's where you had the control to change your situation, but you might have become so overwhelmed or there could be some other situation, unconscious uh, sabotage, fears, limiting beliefs around a situation that's actually stopping you from taking that action. So dating is a really, really good example here. Um, because I I was in it too and I get it and it does feel really shitty to look around and go, oh my God, why am I single? Is there something wrong with me? And I'm here to tell you that there isn't anything wrong with you. And I know so many amazing people out there that are single and I was one of them. And what was within my control was to continue to put myself out there. But one thing that I have noticed is that I have people come to me and say, I really want this. I, I want to meet someone, but they're not actually putting in any steps. So I put it to you. Are you trying online dating? Are you asking friends if they know anyone who's single? Are you taking your headphones out at the supermarket and chatting to people? So what is within your control and are you taking action? So that's where you can reduce that overwhelm by knowing here is what I'm actually doing. And beyond that, Your control is also releasing any expectation and pressure that you're putting on yourself. Number six, gender expectations. So there's societal expectations based on gender, and these can certainly add to the pressure that we're conforming to a specific life path. But there's another sneaky one here, which is even if we escape these stories, there's often a new one to take its place. So I want to chat about here Notice if by avoiding or not experiencing one societal expectation that you haven't fallen into trying to fit into trying to prove something or ramping up in another area. So there's overwhelm created there. So a common one, I love examples because it can help you kind of sit into, okay, where is this playing out for me? But a common one is women that don't have children often feel the pressure to perform in their careers externally and that internal pressure projected onto themselves. So notice if you feel overwhelmed and pressured that all your eggs are in one basket. So in the career basket, because this way there's this reason, Hey, I don't have kids because I'm doing this or I don't have kids. So I've got to make sure I'm performing in this area because if you're highly driven, you feel the need to achieve, you feel the need to show up in the world that Hey, I'm, I'm successful in this one area and caveat, this is not to say that you're not successful. If you don't have kids, I don't have kids. Um, but this is just to say that be careful where you're trading one thing out for another. So the, the thing that the pitfall that can happen here is that because we feel pressured to achieve in this other area, we put all our eggs in this one basket. And when it is not working out, it can feel like total crap. So just be mindful of that. And um, the other thing that I want to chat about, because I see clients that are that are working through their fertility journey, and I know it's actually such a difficult topic, but I wanted to chat about this idea of, is there another way? 
So I'm using fertility here, but this is really, really great. Like a mindset question to ask yourself when you're feeling overwhelmed about a certain situation or a societal expectation, um, we can get locked into the way that things should look. So I want to use wanting kids because it's a common one. Um, so there's a the time frame pressure, right? Which is, it's not easy to say, well, I'll just wait because we know that biologically sometimes that just simply isn't possible. Um, so if this arises, then it's looking at the possibility of, can I have kids another way or a family in another way? Or can I embody the energy of being a mother in another way? So Oprah herself is a great example where she said that she didn't have um, biological children, but her path was to mother so many people around the world. So again, I know this one can be tricky and touchy and heartbreaking, but I wanted to use it as an example because I think so much stress can come around around the fertility journey. Oh, sorry, my alarm's going off. Um, And it can be super helpful to look at it and see, step back and say, is there another way that this can happen for me? So I wanted just to round this out by saying you do not need to prove anything to anyone. And it's always okay to look at alternative paths if these traditional ones don't align with you. So this is where a lot of our pressure comes from because we're trying to fit into these norms, these societal pressure, Um, but they might not align with what you actually want. And that's where it's so great to just keep coming back to what do you want and keep asking yourself that question because we don't often ask ourselves that enough because then you can come back to focusing your time on the things that you value and block out the noise. So the source of your overwhelm might actually be that you're focusing your time in areas that aren't actually of interest to you and you're feeling pressured about achieving things that you don't really care about. And I know that might be kind of mind blowing to you, but I know that that's because that's what I had been doing a lot of the time in a lot of different areas. I never questioned anything. I went along with everything and it kind of led me down to paths where I was completely overwhelmed and shut down. And my, my body was really, really stressed because There was something deep within me that knew I wasn't aligning with what I actually valued and what I actually want and what lit me and my soul up. So there was that misalignment there. Um, And another thing is just noticing your accomplishments more because comparing yourself can occur when you're starting to feel like you haven't got anywhere and you're not noticing what you've actually done. And I don't want to just talk about like things that you can tick off your list, but how have you grown? What have you done the work on? And how can you be proud of yourself for the way that you've changed and acknowledge any triggers like social media. So taking time off isn't a bad thing, remembering to mute people and also remembering that social media is completely curated. So even if you notice that someone has something you want, uh, it doesn't mean that they have everything that they want or that everything's perfect. And I saw this amazing post today by um, this lady. She does like mother's support uh, work. And she put up a video today showing all these videos of her seemingly look looking happy. And in the caption, she said, you know, in half of these, I was actually experiencing postnatal depression. So I thought that was such a beautiful message to share, but it's just a really, really good reminder that what you're seeing is barely the truth. And 
Finally, knowing that achieving milestones doesn't solve everything. And I want to give an example because when I was single, I felt that being in a relationship was a certain way. And I want to tell you that being single is just a completely different life to being in a relationship. Each has their ups and downs. Each requires a shit ton of work. And again, your journey is unique to you. So you need to remind yourself about just experiencing it and growing and making your life focus on that. Focus on experiencing your life, being in it, experience the journey. And this is going to make your life feel full and in a way that you you don't need to look at anyone else's life anymore because you're focused on yourself and how you're growing and what your life experience and how do you want to spend your time. So thank you for listening. Please share this with anyone else who you think might find it helpful. I know so many of us out there suffer from comparison because of social media. So please do share it, rate and review. It really helps me reach other people. And actually, if you haven't already, you can download my free guide. It's actually in the show notes where I've got five quick and easy tips to help you overcome overwhelm. So I've covered off overwhelm today in the aspect of comparison and pressure, but you can grab that free guide in the show notes. And if there's anything that you ever need, just reach out and let me know. And if you've got ideas for the podcast, I would love to hear them as well. So thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. And I will catch you on the next episode.